And welcome to the very first episode of Shuffle and Repeat, the podcast. My name is DJ Sir Daniel. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Listen, I'm going to warn you right now. I'm going to apologize and say sorry, but this will not be a pop culture recap show. Um, It's not going to be seeking Richard Simmons or anything like that. I can't promise you anything that riveting, but what I will bring to you is a dope show. I'm a DJ, I'm an event creator, and most importantly, I'm super nosy. I will give you that disclaimer. I am very I am very nosy and I'm very curious about people and certain people fascinate me and uh, this show will allow me to get all up in their business. But ultimately, the show is going to let me honor them and honor their craft, honor their journey, etc. So before we get started, um, I just want to ask you guys like this morning, it was it dawned on me I was getting ready for work and I was going through my sock drawer and it, it am I am I crazy? I have a drawer full of socks that I don't wear. Like I got a, a I have my first string players that are constantly in rotation, but then there's like dozens that I don't even wear anymore and I have yet to throw them away. Is that like the first sign of hoarding or something? Can somebody, I, I don't know. Uh, if you know, email me, shuffle and repeat the podcast. No, shuffle and repeat podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is my, my old man showing. I don't know. But anyway, like I said, um, this show is going to be just me talking to very fascinating people and actually the very first guest. Um, of the Shuffle and Repeat podcast is a gentleman that I um, became aware of actually about a year ago uh, when I was introduced to his his really just a dope-ass day party. Um, he's part of the Edgewood Avenue music scene here in Atlanta, which is a very popping scene, and, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about that more as we delve into the show. And um, my first guest is uh is Mr. Hot Hands himself cuz if you ever see his videos on Facebook like son is like his his beat matching and his his catching game is like crazy and I'm trying to catch up and maybe he can throw me a couple pointers and whatnot when we you know he can share the secret I'm I feel like Ralph Maggio and he's Mr. Miyagi so um we'll get into that we'll definitely get into that but stay tuned it's the shuffle and repeat podcast I'm DJ Sir Daniel, upcoming up will be DJ Deliver. It's the Shuffle and Repeat, the podcast. Hello, advertisers. It's DJ Sir Daniel. Thank you for listening to my show. Don't you love my voice? Well, it can be yours for an on-air spot just like this one. Email me at shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com. That's shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com for details on how you can get your own custom-made cotton candy sweet as gold live commercial spot. Let's get this money. Thank you so much for that. Um, that was a shameless, shameless um, ploy to get people to advertise on the show, but hey, that's okay. I'm all right with that. This is a, uh, this is not a one-man show. It's a two-man show. So shout out to Johnny Ray Cornegay III, who is our engineer and producer of the podcast. So shout out to him. And um, again, like I said in the beginning, this show is going to be my way of just being nosy and just asking people, you know, what makes them tick and see what, what you know, 
what gives them their flavor and whatnot. So, again, I'm not going to prolong. My first guest, again, I said is a well-known DJ here in the Atlanta area. Um, he keeps Edgewood Avenue hot. Every Saturday, his day party um, move is the move at the Mother Bar. And so, you know, I want to give a shout out and a welcome to DJ Deliver. Yo. What's going on, sir? How you doing? What's up, bro? Listen, I'm good. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm glad to be here chopping it up with you. And um, let's just get into it. Tell me your superhero origin story. Like, <laughs> where did you come from? Where, how did you get to Atlanta? All right, man. First of all, thanks for having me, bro. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm honored to be a part of the first. <laughs> the first. The first of many. Let's the say first. that, too. Yes. 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 People can go back into the archives and get this one like mm-hmm. 10 years from now. Yep. Like, this will be a this will be a classic. A gem. This will be taught in schools. I'm claiming it now. This will be taught in universities. Yes. The yes. yes. Congrats, too, man. Thank I wish you. you all the best with this. Appreciate it. So, so, yeah, where'd you, where are you from originally? I am from a small little state called Connecticut, ah, which Connecticut. sits uh, right next door to New York and Rhode Island and right under Massachusetts, across mm-hmm. the water from Long Island. Wow. <laughs> so, that, so that would account for the, so the up top flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, you know, people try to, you know, they try to try, try to shit on Connecticut a little bit. Yeah, it's not hip hop you know. wise. Can we? Is there anybody we can? We had. Uh, let me see. We had a couple people in hip hop. We had in the eighties these guys named the Skinny Boys from Bridgeport. Skinny Boys and wasn't um, what, Eddie Murphy's brother in one of the. Uh, Yeah, nah, I don't think that was the crew. Eddie Murphy's brother was in this crew called um, Canine Canine Posse. Posse. I'm getting them mixed up. You're right. You remember them? Yes. Yes. I think I think they were from Jersey. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Philly or Jersey? I don't know. But um, I lost track of what I was saying. But yeah, I I grew up in uh, Connecticut, small state. Mm -hmm. You know, we uh, were influenced by New York culture, of course. Right. And. that's pretty much it, you know. Did you so growing up there? Did you catch the? Did you get bleeds of um like Red Alert and Mr. Oh, Magic yes. and WBLS? Were you able to yes. pick pick up those frequencies in Connecticut? Yes, yes, yes. Let me tell you, bro. And I'm gonna show my age. Like we that, both bro. showing our age, so it's all right. <laughs> I don't even care, man. <laughs> all right, to pick up those stations, um, 98.7 Kiss with uh Red Alert. Uh huh. With uh, Red Alert, Chuck Chill Out. Yes. Latin Rascals. Uh, Wendy Williams used to like host Red Show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it goes back. It's deep. And then uh, we used to listen to Molly Maul. On BLS. On BLS with Mr. Magic. Mr. Mr. Magic. Yeah. Magic. Super, now, super. to get these stations from my box or my receiver or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. I was recording on, we either used to have to use... Um, um, Aluminum foil sometimes mm-hmm. for the, the box. The rabbit ears. <laughs> right. The rabbit ears. And then, oh, this is the trippy part. Uh-huh. When we finally got cable TV, and again, I'm showing my age. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the projects that didn't have cable TV for a long time. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, when we finally got it, we were able to take the cable wire, hook it up to the back of the receiver, and it will pick up like the New York station's crystal clear. I don't wow. know what that was about. 
but it worked. That was divine. You were supposed to get that. That's right. I have the tapes to prove it. Yes. <laughs> the, stop and, the stop and play tapes. I have all of the tapes. I have the tapes wow. before I got cable when it was like a real distorted signal type. Uh-huh. And then I have uh, tapes with the cable wire connected and crystal clear signal. Mm. <laughs> wow. So then. so It's trippy, man. I can't so, explain it. So growing up in Connecticut and, um, you know, you found your you found your DJ powers how did you get the name Deliver? All right. Deliver actually was born here in Atlanta. Mm, okay. In 2008. Okay. So I have a long backstory, man. I've reinvented <laughs> myself like three or four times over. But uh, I've arrived at this DJ Deliver guy who's only like, he's still young, man. He's he's only what, so 2008? Yeah, he's that's only nine, nine years, years old, man. Wow. I'm, I'm still young out here, man. I'm an adolescent out here, man. And was 2008 when you arrived in Atlanta? I arrived here in 2005. Okay. Long story, like I said, backstory. If you got time, I'll go I'll run through some of it. it. But um, let's just say, let's, let's start at 2005 when I got here. I wasn't DJing. I had just come from Connecticut. I was working a regular nine to five. And um, I had been DJing and doing a lot of music stuff for a long time prior to that over the years. And I was kind of like done with it. You know what I mean? I was like, eh, I'm done with it. I'm just going to work my job, you know. Da, 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 da. So um, um, my wife was like, listen, I'm having this 30th uh, birthday party or whatever it was. And um, I want you to DJ. I didn't have any equipment to DJ, so I had to go and, like, buy some stuff. So I went out and bought, you know, some equipment to DJ, bought speakers, turntables. And I was like, all right, I have this stuff. Now what am I going to do with it? (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, you should hit the scene and, like, see, you know, see what's good out here. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I'm kind of done with the club scene. I'm kind of done with, you know, just music. I just want to just be regular now. You know what I mean? Uh And, um... She was like, nah, nah, let's do it. You know, you should do it. And she, um, you know, mentioned her and I starting a party together and like promoting a party and curating it. And um, I was like, all right, I'm with it. That's cool. Let's do it. So she went out and found this spot. And the spot happened to be um, a spot called Cincy that used to be in East Atlanta Village on um, Glenwood. And the guys that used to own it were real cool dudes. She uh, made the connection, came back home and was like, yo, I, I met these cool dudes at this cool bar named uh, Cincy and they're, you know, down to let us do a party or whatever. So she had a old school party in mind. She wanted to do like a 90s type of party. Okay. So we came up with the name, which was Retro Love Experience and um, started doing parties at Cincy that's pretty much how I started to meet everybody on the Atlanta scene. Gotcha. They used to come through Cincy for either my party or whatever other party that was going on there. Uh, there were other promoters. Um, my dude, Senior um, Chaos, was doing a party there. Um, these kids used to do a, a dubstep party there. They, they used to do, like, spoken word. Like, mm. everything was going on at Cincy in, at any given night. So you could see anybody there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I started meeting all of the who's who in the uh, scene of Atlanta, all the creatives coming through there, blah, blah, blah. And that's how I started to develop relationships. And people were really digging my style on how I was doing the parties. And I remember I used, 
I had uh, for the f- first retro love, I had uh, met DJ Princess Cut, who's uh, like a staple dope DJ out here in uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I met her at a boutique DJing, and I was like, "Yo, I want you to DJ my first retro love party." And I want you upstairs because they had two levels at Cincy. I was like, I want you upstairs because I want your face to be the first face people see when they walk in that door. Right, right. <laughs> Instead of my ugly face. So <laughs> I was down in the basement while she was upstairs rocking. And, you know, we had two levels of music going on. So that was my introduction into the Atlanta scene Wow, uh, back in 2008. And so that baptism, was it baptism by fire? Like, were you welcome with open arms? Because, you know, you hear you, you know, you know hear stories about people being cliquish nowadays and whatnot. You know what? And you're absolutely right, and especially in Atlanta. Atlanta could go either way. You could run into that type of situation where it's kind of like a little resistance because it's so clicked up. Right. But um, a well-respected DJ in Atlanta said to me one night, because I was like, um, I said to him, I was like, yo, I just want to thank you guys for like welcoming me with open arms when I came to the city. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, we didn't just welcome you. He said, we welcomed you because you were dope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> so that so, so it wasn't like, you know, I just came here, started doing parties and everybody was like, all right, yeah, we're rocking with this too. Yeah. I guess I had to prove myself. You know what I mean? Hmm. And um, I guess in his eyes and the people on the scene's eyes, I did, which I was very, you know, humbled by that. So the lesson here, kids, is that um, the cosign doesn't come automatically just nah. because you show up. You right. Know, you got to put in work. <laughs> you got to be fly with in. it, too. <laughs> and so when we come back after this break, um, I guess I want to a dilemma that I face all the time. It's not really a dilemma, but when I when I'm getting ready to do a set or a party or whatever, I just have this one burning question in my mind. And what that question is, I'll let you know when we get back after this break. But come back for more Shuffle and Repeat, the podcast. I'm DJ Sir Daniel. My special guest is DJ Deliver. You don't want to be, you don't want to miss this. This is DJ Sir Daniel. Thank you so much for listening to Shuffle and Repeat, the podcast. And right now I want to talk to my business owners, you, the advertiser. This spot could be your own, very own custom-made commercial spot let's talk about it email me at shuffle and repeat podcast at gmail.com that's shuffle and repeat podcast at gmail.com you can get your very own custom made commercial on air spot read live by me dj sir daniel so let's talk about it now let's get back to the show and we are back um i know you've been sitting next to your laptop phone whatever you're listening on with bated breath trying to figure out what is this question that I'm going to ask. Well, wait no more. Simply DJ Deliver, how do you choose what song you're going to open up your set with? Because that's the that's the main thing. I'll be sitting there like, oh, how am I going to hit? Okay, now if I go here, then I can go there with the kids and, you know, I'm going to take them up and then I'm going to cool them out. What, how do you make that decision? Because people don't understand. It, you know, we rack our brains trying to figure out how it is we are going to please you. Yo, I like that question, man. <laughs> that is the best question you could ask because that is the burning question that burns me at every event that okay, I play. So I'm it's like, just not me. No, it's not you. Okay, cool, cool. Like if you, you may not notice, but. Anytime I have to play after somebody, that's kind of like the 
oh my god what am i gonna play yeah what am i gonna play and i'm like all right well he just finished playing a bunch of reggae or <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't want to go that route uh or whatever the genre may be i try to go left from whatever the you know last dj might have played or if i'm the first dj that's even worse because you're like now nah, i really don't know what to play you really have to set the tone right yeah a lot of times it's looking at the room okay and and just looking at the demographic looking at you know who's in there if it's a bunch of dudes and i'm like all right if it's a bunch of dudes, couple girls, I'm like, okay, maybe I might want to go a little harder on the music. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. something a little more hip hop. I don't know. Bunch of girls. Now I'm thinking, okay, we're going to soften it up a little bit. A little R&B maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, even sometimes when you do that, you could be wrong. It could be a miss because sometimes the girls want to go just as hard as the guys. It's like, <laughs> all, right. all right, I thought I was doing something here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yo, you want to hear the hard shit. <laughs> Can we curse on you? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All You're right. Fine. This is, yeah. You got to be grown to listen to this show. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so um. To answer your question, bro, I do not know, man. Mm. It's just kind of like one of those things where you just kind of, it's like a dice roll sometimes. Yeah, You're like, yeah. But then you could say, you can take the easy way out and say, all right, let me hit them with uh, a sure anthem or, you know, something they're familiar with just to kind of open them up. Because the radio joints. Yeah, maybe a radio. Or even if it's not a radio, take a record like, take uh, anything from Jay-Z, like a PSA, allow me to reintroduce myself. You know what I mean? You right. know that's going to get people up. Or the or, um, jig up. You know, Something big, the heads yeah, big openers, uh, introductions like that kind of never fail. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, people are like, oh, he's coming in like that. He's getting ready to go in. <laughs> he's getting ready to shut shit down. So um, your answer kind of leads me into the next question about like, what is your DJ philosophy? Because er, to me, I think DJs, we all, for all intents and purposes, we have a, a ministry, right? Yep. Each of us has a something that within us that we want to convey to the people, whether it's, um, cause we, I, I'll speak for myself. Like I'll take in what's going on nationally and, 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 um, right here in my backyard, socially, politically, whatever. And I see, well, you know, so this is what we're dealing with on a global level and a local level. Mm -hmm. All right. And these people are coming to party. They want to let their hair down, you know? Um, and so I take my cues from that and how am I going to basically heal the crowd Mm -hmm. and get them moving? So like, what's your philosophy on, on moving crowds on, you know, when I, when you step behind those turntables, what is your, you know, what what is in your head when you're coming to do this? Because it's not just about, you know, a job and getting, you know, getting paid afterwards. Right. You know, you have you, you're not, not doing that. this this long for this amount of money because it's, you know, guess what, kids? It's not a whole lot of money. When you, nope. <laughs> nope. You know? nope. So we really actually love doing this. So what's your philosophy? My philosophy, I would have to say, is simply to create a soundtrack. Mm. for those people that came to party. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's that's a deep question, man. But like I said, I just want to create a soundtrack. I want to bring energy, especially if it's a party set. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If it's just some loungy, cooling, just playing records, you know, that's a different story. But when they bring me in, and they being the promoter, or if I'm curating my own party, 
I'm being brought in there to bring a certain kind of energy and a, a certain type of energy that I guess if you're a promoter that is bringing me in because you've seen me do what I do, you want me to bring deliver. You want me to deliver. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I kind of um, have this philosophy to bring high energy. So I'm not going to play two high energy records and then drop something that'll send you off the dance floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I do, I'll quickly recognize that and get you back on the dance floor with something that I know will bring you back. Right. Um, I, I, I kind of hate when um, people come up and kind of interrupt that vibe with requests. Oh, you know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> I got a whole segment just on that. Yeah, man. and then I know it's that's just... like a whole show, right? <laughs> we, but we'll talk about it because we, we love you. And when I say you, I'm talking about the audience. Right. We love you. We want you involved. But not that damn involved. But no, but seriously, let, let, but continue your thoughts. Let me clear that up now. Mm-hmm. Requests are okay. Uh-huh. But I find that when people start juicing, man, they start drinking, mm. they get real aggressive with these requests. And it's like, play this, play that. Mm-hmm. What are you playing right now? I don't like that. Play this. And I'm like, all right, I'm cool about it. I'm still laid back. I'm not yeah. going to like send you up because I know some DJs that'll straight give you the mean mug and be like, and send you on your way. Exactly. <laughs> I won't do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm in my head like, really? And then, um, but. I learned to uh, make it work for me. So now when people come up to me and if they're aggressive with it, I'm like, all right, give me a song. Give me a specific song. Don't just say play, you know, house music. Play some house. Right. I'm like, all right, give me a house song. And once you give me a house song, if I think it's something that'll work, there it is. We can run with it. Mm-hmm. And I'll piggyback off that house song and give you five more exactly. that, that you might like or may not even have ever heard before that you dig or whatever. And um, but that's a pet peeve of mine though. When people come up with the demands, you know what I mean. It's right. like, come on, let me do my job. I'm here to create a soundtrack for you. Yes. Let me do this. So it's not just me. No, it's not just of me. Of course not. It's not just me <laughs> having having a mini stroke. And and J Ray has been there behind with me behind the booth, and he's witnessed me having these mini strokes. Like when somebody comes in and just says, ask for the most outlandish things because you're you're absolutely correct. Energy, we're, we're crowd readers, we're energy readers, and we're trying to take you one way, we're trying to take you up, mm-hmm. and if somebody can come along and just ask them for the most random thing, yeah. and we have, we're put, in a, we're put in a predicament where we have to be professional and offer you customer service, right? and then at the same time, we're also having to be professional and worry about our craft and not have the rest of the crowd looking at us crazy. Right. Because you've made this request and then when it drops, the whole crowd, the floor completely empties out and you're nowhere to be seen because <laughs> you've made your request and you did. And you did. And then right. and then not for nothing, you don't even leave a tip. Come right. on, guys. Come on. You know, sometimes we have tip jars and you know Oh, how about this one? I've gotten right. I've gotten uh, a request from people that have just stepped into the party and asked me to play a song that just went off like two minutes ago that I just played. Without fail. And I say, well, I just played that like two minutes ago. Well, play it again. I wasn't here for that. Without fail. Because Really? <laughs> and, and let me take this a step further. So let me ask you this. Um, 
we're in our and I know I hate when people you know blame everything on social media and I I'm not here to I'm not Joe Budden and and audience you're not Lil Yachty I'm not here to blame millennials about their behavior and everything but is there something going on um cosmically um uh, on a mental level with all of us to where we can come into a space that's occupied by all types of people especially to party and we automatically think that everything is all about us to where we can approach you and say, well, I wasn't here. Play it again. It's definitely it, something in the environment, bro. Definitely. <laughs> and, and it may have something to do with the fact that everything is so accessible. Mm. It's like even when you get into the party, you feel like you have access to the DJ's you know, music, to his catalogs. Like, all right, I don't like the song he's playing right now. He needs to change that up and play... Um, future or something and when i'm when i'm over here playing like house music or something i'm like all right okay how do i handle this (laughs) but i I remain professional i remain professional yeah (laughs) it's like how do i make this transition and make it make sense right the answer is you can't sometimes you can't sometimes you cannot it it, it requires a complete dead stop okay even if um even if it's something good that i'm like oh yeah i like that request Mm mm-hmm Give me a few minutes. Let me work it in. You know what I mean? I can't just cold, you know, make a hard stop. Boom. Drop that song and throw on this song, which is a totally different tempo. You know what I mean? That doesn't work. That's not going to fly. There's a flow to it. I think some people don't realize that it's an art to it. You know what I mean? Yes. It's definitely an art to DJing and mixing. If you're really true to it and you're about it and you're really skilled at it. You, you won't allow just some random person to come up and throw your set off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I've I've learned over the years how to handle those situations. It's still a pain in the ass, but. <laughs> yeah. I Listen, I, I take the deepest breath and I flash a smile and say, huh? <laughs> Sometimes I'll try and act like I didn't hear. What? Oh, okay. Or even better. <laughs> there's a bar there's a bar um bulldogs that I've I have spun at. Luckily somebody left a notepad in the DJ booth. Uh-huh. And it's it's set up like an old school DJ booth where there's a door at the bottom and then there's steps and that you have to come up to the table. So the door is locked, but it's a double door where they the the top unfolds and the, the bottom stays stopped. So you people push their head in there <laughs> and they'll yank they do the most disrespectful yanking on your shorts and or your yeah, pants and, and to get your attention. And finally, luckily somebody left a notepad in there. I pulled out a pen. I said I put out my finger like, hold on, gave them the notepad and a pen. Here, write it. And just leave it there, and I'll come to it. And if it's if something I'm going to play or want to play, I'll play it. And trust me, guys, it's not that we're being selfish. Well, we're just a little selfish. But there, like Deliver said, there is an art to this. There's an there's an art to this craft. And when we come back after this next break, I'm going to ask him about that lack of respect because there's a lack of respect going on guys yeah. let's just be real about it and you know the djs right now are probably like hell yeah you know tell them about it and that's fine <laughs> that's fine email dj you. life <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's my favorite hashtag, hashtag dj, DJ life. life so if you you know email <laughs> us at shuffle and repeat 
the podcast at gmail.com and you know with your questions or things that you want to talk about regarding this topic of DJing and we'll definitely touch it but yes let's let's talk about respect and where is this lack of trust guys trust the damn DJ trust the damn DJ trust me now listen we'll be right back after this break as DJ Sir Daniel I got DJ delivering the hot seat this is shuffle and repeat the podcast This is DJ Sir Daniel, and you are listening to the best damn podcast ever. That's right. Shuffle and repeat the podcast. And hey, business owners, advertisers, wouldn't you like to be a part of the show? You can. All you need to do is email me at shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com. That's shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com. And we can discuss how you can have your very own custom-made commercial spot Read by yours truly, DJ Sir Daniel. Come on, make that move. And we're back at Shuffle and Repeat the Podcast. I am DJ Sir Daniel. My special guest is DJ Deliver. Thank you once again for being here for this very first uh, episode of this podcast. And thank you again to DJ Deliver for being my guest. Um, like so, during the little the short break that we took, I was saying it's popping, it's popping, it's popping, and it made me think of It made me think of little mama and how I, I just want little mama to win <laughs> so bad, but she keeps doing these really <laughs> foolish social media things. Her and Bow Wow, it's like all the little the littles are doing really ridiculous things in social media right now because guys. This um, Bow Wow challenge is killing me on social media. You guys have um, have me underneath the table laughing at these memes that you guys are coming up with. But um, I digress. <laughs> so we were talking about, I'm talking to DJ Deliver, talking about respect as it pertains to DJs and the lack thereof. And the lack thereof um, for the craft of DJing because we... It's a lack of from the promoters, the party goers. Uh, when we're talking about um, levels, levels to it, man. We're talking about payment, and you know oh, that can go. I, and levels. I'm not even. I don't really want to go into that because <laughs> he said payments. You know, Ooh, it's levels. you know. Can I? Can you do this for the? You know, I'm not. No, 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 no. I don't want to go <laughs> over in that because then I don't want this to turn into just oh, they just want to sit up there and bitch about what they do, <laughs> and that's not the case. But as far as Here's here's my my philosophy and how I look at it. The party is shuffle and repeat. The party, I look at it as I look at myself as a historian, a music a music historian. I've seen your grand, bro. Thank you. And I'm a Gen Xer. Okay, I'm gonna tell. I'm putting my age out there. Me too. We're Gen Xers, and not for nothing. I want to make sure that a lot of the artists and the music that we grew up with. And that really shaped the culture. Mm-hmm. And when I say the culture, I mean hip hop, which is really just a broad it is is the takeover culture for everything right now, and the and the launch pad for everything else. Yep. We kind of shaped that, guys. Let, let's let's be I mean, clear. That ain't a secret. It's not a secret. It's we be clear about that that we did shape this. But I'm I am here for the kids to pick up the mantle, and I want the kids to pick up the mantle and actually make good music. What I'm hearing. And I'm not knocking again. No button here. I'm not, and I'm not knocking you, yaddies out there. I'm. There's an energy that I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling any energy. I and you know every now and then like a, a amigo song. They they're energetic. They can be energetic. Okay, so I can understand why those songs are popular. But there's a. I don't know if there's a. a 
a lot. Of, remember back in the day, a lot of the songs were "Say No to Drugs," just crack is whack. Yeah. Now nah, and then we kind of moved into the you know the the the, the hustler era where we were slanging packs and you know everybody was dealing on wax. Now everybody's kind of like you know on this lean. Everybody's a drug addict now. And, you know, not everybody. I won't say everybody's a drug addict, but there's this like drug culture. And the only thing about certain certain drugs is that they slow you down. And so I guess the music is following that pattern. Yeah. And so when you got people in art, I wonder if it does. Do you think your age kind of had plays into that lack of respect or, you know, when it comes to party goers? Definitely, man. Um, you. Y- if you're 40 years old or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to understand a crowd of 22-year-olds, it's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Just be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely something going on in the music. I said that to, to myself, and I love all of it. Yeah. I love all the ratchet shit. I yeah. love the, 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 the Kendricks, the mm-hmm. Migos from J. Cole to... Going back to LL Cool J or something. I love all of it. And um, what I figured out from DJing so long and how to to to, to deliver that that message or, or those songs that we kind of came up to that kind of balanced to balance this whole thing out, I figured out how to sandwich. And that's the term I use for my DJ sets, how ah. to sandwich these sets mm. and make it... Um, um, easy for for the crowd to digest, even if it's a bunch of twenty two year olds or or even you know it doesn't matter the, the age. Mm-hmm. I figured out how to sandwich it, so I know if I'm playing to a crowd of kids that want to hear trap all night, I'm like, all right, I'll give you the trap all night. I'll give you all this ratchet shit you want mm-hmm. if I'm in that type of venue. You know what I mean? Right. In between that though, I'm gonna give you something that I think you need. Hmm. Whether that be a Marvin Gaye record, whether that be um, anything with a message or or something that I feel is really good music that that needs to be heard and needs to be kept alive. You know what I mean? Now, are you going to do is this a flip that you've created? And when I say a flip, like a a remix, like you take a blend where you've taken like a Marvin and put it to a trap beat so that they can digest it. Sometimes you have to do it that way. Okay. Um, A homie of mine played that move. Precise. Shout out to DJ Precise. Um, he came in a few weeks ago, did a set, ended the night, ended it with a scratch session. And you know scratch sessions in the middle of a party is like, yes, that's no, not no. going to fly. Right. right? <laughs> but the way he did it, he had a trap remix playing of Rick James, Give It To Me Baby. Mm. That was just so banging. Word. And he was killing his scratches over that. Had the young kids in there just like with their mouth wide open. Shout out to DJ Precise. Shout this out to DJ Precise, Precise from Scratch, from Scratch Academy. Academy. Yes, who is one of my instructors. So shout Precise out to Precise. Is a beast. Yes, most definitely. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> if I can get my scratches <laughs> like that. Yes. So, so there's there's a way you can you can package it and sandwich it and feed it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I will be making sandwiches a yeah. lot more often now. Yeah, man. Um, you can't. One thing I've learned is you can't force feed. Uh-huh. Kids, gotcha. You know what I mean. You can't do it, man. They're not gonna. They're not gonna be receptive. Yeah, <laughs> that, and that's a, a very valid point because um, you're absolutely correct. You cannot force feed them, 
And speaking of kids, like uh, speaking of the gram and speaking of kids, you got very adorable kids, man. And oh, I thank saw you, man. one day you had a picture of your son on your equipment. Are you making a conscious um, decision to like pass on the craft to him or nope. no? <laughs> okay, nope. okay, okay. He wants to be there. That's where he wants to be. Got I'm it. letting him steer his own shit, bro. <laughs> got it. Got it. Are you listen? In- this guy loves to go on uh, Sundays or weekend. Doesn't matter what day, but he's like, Dad, I want to go to the music store today. And that music store being Sam Ash because he's come, he came with me a few times to you know get some stuff that I needed, supplies okay. or whatever. And he runs through the store just touching everything. Wow. So he gets a kick out of just going to the store, playing with the instruments, playing with the turntables, guitars, whatever, percussion, doesn't matter what it is. He, he's just, he has music in his blood. So I don't have to really force anything, man. I just want to see where he goes with it, whether That's it be beautiful. DJing or playing an instrument or dance or whatever. And I'm sure you're you're because you've got such a broad taste of um, music. I'm sure his taste levels are like right up there with you. That kid is amazing, man. When he came home from school for the first time, talking about Michael Jackson, I was tripping. Wow! Stop the press! Stop the press! Stop the press! What do you know? And he's like naming songs, not just I know Michael Jackson, but he's like. Do you know Beat It? Do you know Billie Jean? Do you know this? Do you know that? Smooth Criminal? <laughs> and I'm like, where are you getting this from? And then, and then I found out it was his, one of his teachers at school bringing Michael Jackson in, YouTube videos. She has yes. the kids dancing. So I was like, kudos to her, man. Kudos to her. Because it's, it's deeper than just us playing the records, guys. We really are the bearers of the culture, man. Yeah, we man. Really, there's, there's a history that not for nothing people are trying to erase. And when you, I know you play a lot of house music in your sets, and um, and I appreciate that. And you play actual house music because they're, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm just not a big fan of what J Ray calls the drunken whirly bird songs. That I play, and that's funny because that's, I play all of that, man. I, like I said, it's all about looking at that room. Your audience, yeah, you're absolutely a, right. A, a, a young lady um, was at Move the other night, and she said to me, she, she was saying it to. Um, DJ Calissimo, who was on the set mm-hmm. first, she was like, play some house. And I heard her. And I was like, well, you got to be, you know, specific. clear and specific yeah. on when you say play some house because you know there are so many subgenres of house. So if he gets on here and starts to play like um, um, black coffee and, 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 you know, the deep soulful house stuff and you want to hear like disclosure or, or, something you know loud like a g house a you know future bass house okay you're gonna be mad or vice versa you know what i mean you might want a certain type of house you gotta be specific you can't just say i want to hear house music (laughs) be specific guys that's what you need to come away with it's like think what we we're not gonna ask you to be musical experts i know that's what we're here for and yes, we're here for that. So trust us. We got you. Shout out to her, too, because after I told her that, she totally got it. She was like, oh, I never thought about it like mm. that. I get it. And I was like, cool. Somebody buy this lady a drink, please. See, see, not only do not only do we keep <laughs> your feet moving, we're also teachers. That's right. We're also teachers in this culture. So big up to DJ Deliver. Listen, and when he we come back, um, I'm going to ask him about what his dream gig would be. Sam, think about that deliver. Set the scene in your head. Where, where, where is this taking place? All right, think about that. 
We're going to be back after this short break. It's Shuffle and Repeat, the podcast. I'm DJ Sir Daniel. My special guest, DJ Deliver, is in the building. It's Shuffle and Repeat, the podcast. Hey, you. You enjoying the show? I know you are. This is DJ Sir Daniel, and I want to talk to my small business owners and even my big business owners. You want a custom-made commercial spot read on the Shuffle and Repeat podcast? Yeah, you do. All you need to do is just email me at shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com. That's shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com. We can work this out, and you can get your very own custom-made commercial spot read live on the air by yours truly, DJ Sir Daniel. It's as easy as emailing me at shuffleandrepeatpodcast at gmail.com. And now, guess what? Back to the show. Thank you for tuning in, Shuffle and Repeat the Podcast. I am DJ Sir Daniel. Uh, before we left, um, I'm in my head, I'm, I've am i got my turntable set up like somewhere um, in the background. There's palm trees. Uh, there's a pool or cabana kind of setting. Um, I'm able to play just whatever the hell I want to, and people are thoroughly enjoying themselves. That is my dream gig. Um, a residency at some a hotel or a bar somewhere where people, you know, they really just are about the music and just coming to chill. And there just happens to be a tropical backdrop. Just so. Just so happens to be a, a tropical backdrop. There's water, you know, all that good stuff. DJ Deliver, what is your dream gig? Speaking of gigs that, you know, the gigs that you just mentioned where you're able to play whatever the hell you want, man. Uh-huh. I feel like I kind of did that with the Move Party, for instance. Yes. Which, it wasn't created by just me alone, by the way. I got a shout out to, um, I got to send a shout out to the guys that started with me in 2013. Uh, Xavier Black, Jeremy Avalon, Divine Interface, uh, DJ Word Life, who goes by Cut Daily right now. Mm. Um us five guys, man, we started that event so we could play what we want to play. Yes. And Mother, uh, the guys at Mother allowed us to do that. They're not in our air telling us what to play like some bars do or some promoters do. Right. So I think I did create one event that allows me to do that. Now, my ideal uh, situation on a <laughs> on a bigger stage yeah. go big. would be it's a dream. Make yeah. go big. I'd like to actually create my own festival. You know what I mean? I have this on right. my vision board that the DJ Deliver will be creating his own. Fe- I don't know what year, but uh-huh. it's going to happen. I will have my own festival curated by me, DJ selected by me, acts nice. selected by me, artists selected by me, but. I want to bring that same uh, philosophy to the big stage. I want the crowd to just enjoy whatever the hell, whoever's playing, whatever they're playing, mm. enjoy it. I hope that you would trust, you know what I mean, that I will not bring you some bullshit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you come to the party. Come on, leave it in, leave it in our hands. But my ideal uh, gig is to create a big... Um, my version of an EDC, an Ultra, uh, a or Coachella. Some, a Coachella, you know, big festival 
but you two will. or three days uh, shaky beats, which 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 was just here mm-hmm. um, this past weekend in Atlanta. But you will have plenty of outhouses for the people because we, you know. Nah, I'm I mean, thinking not, maybe one or two. One or two. I'm thinking we go um, <laughs> uh, Woodstock style. Woodstock. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what was the there was that just anyways. there was that festival that was here? It was an EDM festival and people got stranded. It was oh, so crazy, man. That was um dreams uh, tomorrow tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but Deliver's not gonna do that to you. Deliver's gonna—he's got you. It's gonna be places where you can get to your car, and you can get your transportation. You won't have to wait. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen within the next—I probably say four or five years. Definitely. Hey, I'll be waiting. That's a lot of planning. A lot of planning. And it's so funny you brought up work crew earlier in the show. um, We were discussing. Um, the different age groups and what appeals to different age groups and, you know, whether or not they're into the culture and actually come out to party. You mentioned the work crew. The work crew, um, I had the pleasure of going to um, their, I think, one of their groove parties. And Jerry said it best. He told me, he was like, listen, people always talking about young people don't party and they don't dance. Not true. Not they true. actually, when, when given... Given the material and given the music, they will party. They they want it, and I am so encouraged by that, by um, those parties and that atmosphere. That yes, indeed, this culture will still has a uh, some place to go, and that people will appreciate it. And I'm super super happy about that. It goes back to what I said about sandwiching it. Yes, how you package it, man. They do a they do an exceptional job at packaging. And sandwiching music. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first uh, met um, Xavier, I actually met Xavier and Jeremy the same night doing uh, an all vinyl everything party. Shout out to Sean Fallon and DiBiase. Right. But Jeremy played an all Minneapolis set, and I'm mm. talking Prince, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Jimmy Lewis. Jam, Terry Lewis, Vanity, oh, uh, everything, the time. Killed it. Sheena Easton was up in there. Listen, <laughs> all of it. And Jeremy is about at the time. I don't know how old he was, but he was twenty something. I don't know. Wow, early twenties or something like that. Mid. I don't know. But I was just blown away that this young guy knew this music like he did. He was so knowledgeable with it. I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, this dude is dope, man." So then, um, we got cool after that. Then I went to uh, a party that Xavier was doing on Edgewood called Shade. And um, I was just tripping at the fact that all these like young kids were in there and they were vibing to like Xavier was playing stuff, whether he was going back into stuff from like the 90s or even 80s, coming back, bringing it back up to speed to the current stuff. But the way he did it, it was easy for them to digest. They couldn't front on it. It was just, right. it was fly. I was just like, I like these guys. And from that point on, I started, oh, he invited me to do a shade party. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have to play this party. I was yeah. like, I like the fact that these kids are, you know, they're open to hearing, you know, a tribe called Quest mm. or whatever. And you can still play the new stuff. You know what I mean? So that brings it back to us. You know, as the as the elders that we, we are now called, it's up to us to to 
maintain and pass it on to the yeah. to the younger generation Definitely. all of these jewels that have been left for us music wise so it is up to us and i think you know a lot of times we complain oh y'all don't know what good music is well we got to play it we still got to go out there yeah. and play it for these for the kids as i never were. complain man i just i i i i've heard a quote from somebody that said be the change that you want to see mm. so if i see something that i don't really agree with or i think needs to be changed i'll change change it you know what i mean right. even if it's going against the grain which i do a lot of going against the grain absolutely <laughs> and so but, listen so we're about to wrap up the show um in a little bit so i want to do a quick rapid fire with deliver i got some some real quick to just um keep you on your toes and you just come up with the first thing that comes to your head it's it's not that deep but you know we're gonna have some fun with this all right first one favorite show to binge watch oh star trek the old ones from the 60s Really? Yes. Okay. I'm what's, a Trekkie. You're a Trekkie. What's your favorite episode? The one when he fought the lizard. <laughs> the lizard monster. Do with, you remember that episode? With all the fake rocks. And the yes. They, they put him and the lizard on a planet and they had to fight it out to the death. Wow. Okay. Okay. So Deliver is a Trekkie. All right. We keep that in mind. Favorite post-gig meal. Ooh. Oh. Oh. That's tough because a lot of shit is closed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But if I can get something, I will go to um, Fellini's or Ponce, of Bet. course. Okay. Pizza. They stay open late. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I would have to end it there, man. Other than that, it would just be some trash, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of... Um, DJs, we really gotta watch our waistlines. Yeah, it, it gets major out there. And, uh, nasty. Yeah, bro. but there's not a whole lot to Fellini's. Choose. What up? Fellini's is definitely the move. All right, the song you absolutely hate, but you must play. Oh my god, that's hard, man. The song that I hate, but I must play. Oh my god, let's come back to that one. I gotta think about that. <laughs> okay. <one. laughs> all right. All right. So. Um, best remix. I'm gonna give you two choices: Leaders Ooh. of the New School, What's the Scenario, or Brandy's I Want to Be Down. Oh, I thought you was gonna tell me the name one, but best remix. You gave you made Between it easy for me two, yeah. because that that scenario remix. Oh my God, goes so hard. It goes real hard. Yes, and that was back. I here I go sounding like an old man again, but that was back when remixes were actual remixes and not just throwing a rapper on the instrumental and calling it a remix. But you know, go ahead. I, I got, digress. I got the song to the other question too. It just hit me. Okay, All right, and so, it's not that I hate it. I'm just tired of it. Frankie Beverly and Maze before I let go. I am tired of that song. You are about to be boycotted by every I'm sorry. black person across I'm sorry. the country. I love the record. Let's clear. Let's be clear. Nations. I love the record, but <laughs> I'm a DJ anthem. and I hear that record all the time. It's like, oh, not again. Yeah, you hear those congos in the background. You're like, oh, here we go. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Again. But like you said, that is the, that's the anthem. That's, that's definitely the, anthem. the black folk anthem. It's I love like, the record. Shout out to Frankie Beverly and them. I don't hate the record. Because without just tired record, of it. Without that record, we wouldn't know that we've come to the end of a Tyler Perry movie. Right? You know, that's, that's, the end, that's the end all of all black records. But. Ah. I can can I tell you mine real quick? Go ahead. 
Neither can I. Oh, and see, no, no and see, I and it's like, oh, I you're can, just as bad as me, man. I can live, <laughs> I can live a thousand lifetimes without ever hearing that Yo, song again. That but, is the anthem, bro. But I feel you. I totally feel you. And it's such a cheap and easy move. <laughs> it's like if you see people dwindling, and it's like, okay, I gotta get them hyped up. Let me just. <laughs> and they lose their shit every Listen, single time. I played that one night at a party, and this girl felt like you. She came up and was like, "Why did you play?" That? <laughs> she was like, "Why did you play that?" Of all the songs that you could have mm-hmm. played, you played that. I wanted to say, "Listen, that was that was my easy way out because yeah. I didn't know what I was gonna play next." But well, I was like, "I was like, look, look at the people. They're loving it. You're the only one in here hating on this record." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it. <laughs> I think somebody did like a, I don't know, one of those BuzzFeed or someone like one of those um, online op-eds did a a, a, a a blog about top five black songs that don't ever need to be played in a party. <laughs> and every song that we just mentioned was within that list, including Poison by BBD, which is... Listen, that, I can live that, with Poison. That, I can do Poison. It, we beat that record to death. We beat it that, down, but that, that record never so gets old for some reason. It does not, and it does not. And what we do... So wait, um, just so I make sure I did get your answer... You picked um, the, What's the Scenario by Leaders of the New School as your favorite mm, remix, right? Yes, that okay. remix is gotcha. hard. Gotcha, man. gotcha. Listen, we are about to wrap it up. Um, this has been a real pleasure to have you here, DJ Deliver. This has been a, in a long time. I'm making. almost mad that it's over so fast. It I was, was like, fun, oh, right? I thought we were going to have some more time. It like, really fun. get deep. <laughs> Listen, we can do a part two anytime, Like especially when you got your festival is coming up. Oh, yeah, man. Matter yes, of fact, yes, I, I'm yes. claiming it now. I need a, a, a all access pass so I can set up there and do a live broadcast from the from the festival. Hey, you're gonna be playing the festival, man. What are you talking I like about? that even better. I like about? that even better. I receive that. Please tell everybody how they can find you um when the move parties are and anything you have coming up soon. Okay. Um anywhere on social media at DJ Deliver, just like the mail. Real simple. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Everything djdeliver.com. Um, I have a party that I do regularly called the Move Party. Uh, follow that at Move Party ATL. I bring in all of Atlanta's dopest DJs to play. Um, that party goes down on Saturday afternoons at 5 p.m. at Mother on Edgewood Avenue, 447 Edgewood Avenue. But that party will be moving to Wednesday nights as of uh, two weeks from now, I believe, May 20-something, whatever that okay. is. But um, we only got two more Saturdays to go at uh, Mother for the Move Party, and then we're going back to Wednesday, which we started uh, on Wednesday back in 2013. So we're going back home pretty much. Word. So, um, other than that, you can catch me anywhere in the city because I'm everywhere. I play everywhere and uh, just follow the social media. Listen, oh, a DJ that has a that is constantly gigging is a happy DJ. Happy DJ, that's Listen, right. And I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm going to get there one day. I'm going to be a happy DJ too. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening, for tuning into the very first episode of Shuffle and Repeat the podcast. Again, um, I want all your questions or comments or you know anybody in the city you want somebody to come by and be on the show. Email me at shuffle and and spell out and a and d repeat 
podcast at gmail.com that's shuffle and repeat podcast at gmail.com i'm your host dj sir daniel that's my um social media handle so if you want to find me you can find me that way as well you keep it locked um subscribe to whatever um platforms i'm putting this on this is probably going to be on definitely going to be on soundcloud itunes uh, all those different uh, mediums, please um, subscribe so that you can always be um, uh, in the know and re- ready for a new episode of Shuffle and Repeat the podcast. It's DJ Sir Daniel, and we out.